0: Shine and I'll shit on your parade. Don't get me started on doing my cocaine. But my opinion matters. you will fall in last place. I'm not shutting up, and you'll be learning my name. The fifth in the family, but first in my mind. One out of ten.
1: Episode 7 of Kyle Mocha Won't Shut Up. I am your host, Kyle Mocha. Hey, man. Thank you, everybody, for joining in here in the future, the present, the past. If you're, if you're finding a way to listen in the past, I'm really excited. Write us now at 123justinsuckspa.com. It's a website that you just email things to in the real mail. You write down the real... Not this week, though, because you don't want to flood the, the mail this week. Let yeah, the no, yeah. ballots get in, fuckers. Yeah. Yeah. All right. But, yeah, we are here with Kyle Mocha. Won't shut up, Season 5, Episode 7, as I was saying. And as always, I am joined here by Mr. Justin Olimpato. Hey, man. You know what I, I realized this week? What? Uh, like like a week or two ago, I realized Justin, or, or Justin, Zach still has your name misspelled horribly like in yes. everything. And well, I pointed it out, and I'm like, dude, I'm like, dude, like it says like pato like there's extra the- eyes and stuff. And then I looked at my phone, and I have never had your name spelled right. It was still Olimpato. Goddamn. But him. it's supposed to be patio, right? Pa- uh, patio. Pato. It's like Pato. Olim yeah. patio, right? Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yep, yeah. still. Nice yeah. to meet you. I'm Kyle Musha. Hey, the uh, funny thing
2: about that is uh, somebody stopped here for the census.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. And I, Zach totally misspelled my name to that person. He was like, J712STIN.
1: And then he spelt your last name correct. That's probably what he did there.
2: That's exactly what Now,
1: Zach is uh, wrapping up the song as he uh, generally tends to. be. We, we've got a fun one in store for you today. This is a different yeah. one. Yeah. It is uh, nothing like last week. Last week, we had our wonderful Space Lizards vs. Jane Fonda. This Which is, is just ridiculous. It's a ridiculous song. Uh, I feel like I accomplished sounding like Me Without You even more so after having time to not listen to it and then have my brother Keith say, hey, that was really good. I definitely like you know, like the Me Without You aspect or whatever the hell he said, paraphrasing for my benefit there. Right. Um, and I listened back to it I was like, yeah, I did pull that off. But this one is totally different. It's a, 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 a Halloween-themed Episode kind of, uh, sort of. This is a Halloween themed song, kind of, you know. Sort of. Well, Zach, as I said, will be down at some point, but we do have here with us, joining us, a very, very special guest in studio. So excited that she's here yeah, in studio. Yeah. It was supposed to be a virtual <laughs> interview, but now they are
2: here. Oh yeah.
1: We have Miss Jackie Delgado, the host of Our Pads, the podcast. How are we a doing?
3: Lot. Doing good, doing That's, good. Glad to be home.
1: I know. This is so nice. What was the last time you guys were in the area?
3: Over a year ago. Over a
1: year ago. Yep. Jesus.
2: That I was, was uh, Night at Floods, correct? I think I drank uh, beer all floods. over you. Yeah, I think I think uh, there I drank beer all time. over he you. Was I, 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 <laughs> he was saying it when we were
1: buying beer. He was pretty sure I covered a <laughs> little beer the whole time. That is my
3: life. Anytime <laughs> <laughs> I go out with people, somebody has to spill a beer on me. Well, of or, course, you're a target. Yeah.
1: You're a target. <laughs> you just look, you have a very spillable face, you know? I feel like I can spill <laughs> plenty of beers on your face, your lap, whatever, however it's going to work. Speaking of spillable faces. We've got a guy here. There's a guy who looks like he could have plenty of other things spilled all over his face. We have Mister Zachary Storman. Oh yeah. That was a froth pop. That was a frothy pop. It got all over your your guard and everything. That was yeah. froth poppers. Not all over you though, which is which is different. So that's uh, my new um, K-pop group. Oh, froth poppers. Yeah, but we're
4: more like pennsylvania dutch cape okay
1: <laughs> that'd be pop, dutch pop <laughs> deutsch pop <laughs> deutsch pop but, uh, but
3: is there still 12 of you yes okay and they all look yeah. like
1: us just fat bearded guys with with uh, fucking elephant ears in their hand or something Does everyone's always yeah. eating a strudel or something along those pretzels. lines a lot yes. of pretzels pretzel <laughs> necklaces like we're at a beer fest that's exactly what we're doing All right, guys. Now you might hear in the background a former guest of the show, former guest of the original run of the show, uh, Mr. Nick Dario is here, but he's sitting back seat. uh, so all the attention can go to this Al, fine lady Al, we here. Got me in a cage. They got, we have him in a cage. He's very badly burnt. Yes. Uh, um, we've just been spraying hot water on him for the last hour. Cause he just, you know, he wouldn't stop talking. And I'm like, Nick, the show is called Kyle Mocha. Won't shut up. Yeah. Not Nick Dario is even here. So I'm just going to scald you with hot water till you look like a lobster, a blue lobster before you boil it. It's a weird situation. I'm putting this in speaking of weird yeah. situations. Uh, I got a call from my brother the other day and he tells me, uh, Keith, he tells me that our our brother and sister-in-law posted this video uh, that's about our nephew. He, he They moved to Virginia about a year ago and he was just getting, he's 12, he's just getting used to his new school, just starting to make new friends and then COVID happened and everything shut down. Right. So they invited his best friend from home, from up here to go down uh, and surprise him there. So my sister-in-law made this video where it's, her holding up a piece of paper that says something and it keeps going through the story of it all and they, you know, have nice soft music playing over it and then he gets up, you know, thinking there's a package at the door he's got to help her with and he walks over, opens the door and this amazing, joyous shock comes over his face when he realizes it's his best friend sitting on the other side of the door right. and he's like, I don't know, like, what to do, like, I'm so confused, like, I'm so odd uh. and my brother from behind the camera just goes, you know, just open the door, let him in and the video ends, right? So, Keith calls me he goes, you see this video? And I went, no, nope. and I went online, and I looked, and uh, at that point, it had 18 million views, <laughs> what? and it is now at, million? it is now at, and I'm going to check it because it updates every five seconds TikTok? on Facebook, of on Facebook. Facebook, it is now at 28.9 million yeah. views, and I'm... Every time they do something like this and they post a video and they get hundreds of thousands of hits or something, I'm always like, motherfucker, I'm here every week.
5: (laughs) Every week!
4: Children are cute.
1: And I'm not. And you're
4: a baby monster. Yeah,
1: I'm just a baby monster. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. But yeah, they did a, uh, uh, babe, I really need a haircut video, which was to, uh, do you want to build a snowman? And it got like thirty thousand hits and shared all over the place and and they, they their Let's local TV. Infringement. But it is slightly so they probably didn't get a lot but thirty million hits 30 that is legit crazy. like viral. Like that is over the top yeah. viral. Yeah. Where they gotta be making fucking money. Just, off just baseball, start you know? inserting
3: just one still of your face every couple <laughs> seconds. Yeah, <and> yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna just subliminal
1: what, Next time they post a video, I'm going to pull it down real quick. I'm I'm, I'm just gonna like strip down the video edit myself into it. Keith goes, just start sending them Kyle Walker won't shut up shirts. So just, one of the kids happens to be wearing one in the background. I'm like, yeah, I gotta start just going down and hanging out with my family yeah. and just be like, are we doing a video today? Are we doing, are we gonna do, we're gonna go down to the shore? We're we gonna do a cute little video? Um, but you know, they, they, they've got the algorithm down. I don't. Fat, drunk, and stupid apparently doesn't sell. We were trying to make it sell, but apparently doesn't sell. Um, it's a weird market, dude. Yeah. I do have to say, before we get to drinking some beer, um, we, not to spend too much time on it, but go check out the new Borat movie. Uh, Zach, you're not going to ever see it because it's only available on Amazon. Um, but I also... It-
4: could not finish the first one. Oh, this one! couldn't even
1: make it through the The whole most movie. uncomfortable horrible. movie. Have you watched it, Jackie? We
3: did. We saw it with oh, his parents. Oh. <laughs> I'll
1: just say this. It's basically the same idea. He's coming to America, but he's trying to bring a, a monkey to, to Trump, to Mike Pence, to win him over. Because, you know, Trump's now all buddy-buddy with, you know huge terrible people in the world so Kazakhstan's trying to get on the good side of Trump so they send him who's been in like a, a labor camp for the last 16 years because of the terrible things he did with his first movie right. um, they send him with the, and, and a monkey meets him <laughs> is supposed to meet him in a crate when he opens the crate it's his daughter that he didn't know he had and she's eaten the monkeys <laughs> and um, now he decides to turn her into like a debutante and give her to Mike Pence as a gift. So they go to the debutante scene where she's like at that first training and she's wearing all this like ratchet clothing, just disgusting. She looks like a cave woman. And she they're talking about impressing men and she goes, you know, uh, I can open a beer bottle with my small oh. hole. And then squats, shoves a beer bottle up her ass and opens it. And then the lady's like, we don't do that. If you want men to laugh at you, you do not do that. And all I can think of is... Do you think anybody can actually open up a beer bottle with their asshole? Like, is well, anybody to asshole that? Well, boys, we're going <laughs> to try. <laughs> out. We are going <laughs> to find out. Now, we do have a lot of beer that we are uh, tasting today. There we go. I. we I failed to realize that we, we, we went with three beers. Jesus. And they're all high-octane <laughs> beers. Yeah, so, Zach's going to have a fun morning tomorrow. I've been drinking whiskey gonna,
4: tonight He's already. been just
1: slamming back whiskey and then slamming back ginger ale all night long. So, we're going to get Zach as drunk as we can. But let's hit it. What are we drinking? <laughs>
0: it so you don't have to! from you in, in the morning from the
5: bathroom! Cheap booze and craft fruits! Rub you in the morning from the bathroom! What do we drink it? What do we drink
1: it? Yeah! I got a splinter in my sock. At least it's not in your cock. It will be worse. It could be a splinter in your cock. All right. That, that was splinter wood all
4: day. He was, he was Having fucking sex wood.
1: wood. All right, so our first beer, we've got three beers that we're going to be trying here. I feel like we'll just go slowly up in, in octane. Okay. We are going with the Guinness Foreign Extra Stout. Right. Now, this is often referred to as the yellow bottle. I have had this before. I have enjoyed this before, but it is really thick. It is a very thick beer. People uh that live excuse me, in the in the islands, Jamaica, stuff like that, this is the the version of Guinness that they get down there. Oh and if you are from the UK and you come to America, you generally, I've heard, drink this because it is closer to the taste of actual like Irish Guinness. But I believe this has to be a higher alcohol content. You got a, you got a lighter there, brother? Use I mean, your lighter. Open mine up after
2: yours. You're talking about this uh, beer than, oh, than the see. one in Jamaica?
1: The one, No, this is the one in Jamaica. Oh, but no. I'm saying the original, oh, original Guinness. Um, I do not know what the is uh, what, When what I was in Jamaica, on I
4: only drank Red Stripe.
1: All right, now this, when you pour it, has... It looks like chocolate. We milk. Be yeah. it? I'm just doing it just to get the color, just to see it. Yeah. I mean you can't I mean you can see kinda in there. Whoop, right now I poured all over my pants and shoe. <laughs> get a close up on that. It is it looks really good on camera until it's spilt all over my foot. It's what I get for wearing How did
4: did you just just dump it like a normal guy? I poured it a
1: little. I'm not going too heavy on it. This isn't a nitro, so you don't need to, like, heavy hand pour it. So we just got a bunch of head. But um, I think we should give this a try, and then we're going to give it a ranking um, because we're doing our zero to 100. So cheers to everybody. Let's take a little sipperoni. Yep. That
2: is. No, it's it's way more. It's more bitter than. It's bitter. Jackie do you, So I'm biased. Guinness.
3: Uh, listen, I'm biased. I <laughs> yeah. drink like maybe two types of beer. Yeah, okay. what are those That's two it. types? Uh White Rascal and Oh good I, one. Yes. And I That's a good one. That's that, a great yeah. beer, yeah. White rascal and like Basically, sad corona. Sad corona? Yeah. Anything that tastes like sad corona because it's yeah, the only it's other thing so I can So, you'll drink a lamb
1: shark, shark if it's around. Yep. You'll go with that. Yeah. All right. What about a Bud Light Lime? Will you go that route? I haven't tried Bud Light <laughs> Lime. Nope. Now, this well, is. Will you have
3: the
4: land shark if you're at the buffet? Oh. <laughs>
1: if I was at the buffet, I would definitely have some land shark. <laughs> Jimmy.
4: Or maybe if it was five o'clock. Somewhere. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right the
2: show's canceled
1: yeah we should just <laughs> cut it right now um so uh zach have you ever had this version of guinness before uh yes yes do you remember liking it or do you remember having yeah, it? yeah i like, like whatever?
4: um bitter stuff
1: see i'm not a huge bitter fan all the time but this has enough of just the frothy fun guinness flavor yeah um now uh, knowing that it's it's what like seven percent we said
2: seven point four seven point
1: four percent alcohol, yeah. um so you're getting uh, like two and a half points more than you get with a regular Guinness. It doesn't taste that much more harsh to me than Guinness. No, Jackie, one sip and done on this one, right? Oh yeah, so one sip, one hundred percent and done. Yeah,
4: that's
6: not. We
1: got the garbage can, Nick, over here for us. <laughs>
4: yeah, <laughs> nice. No, I loved it. I love This I so uh, good. I drink very dark coffee. Mm-hmm. And like real dark chocolate that's almost not even sweet anymore. how often is do you drink favorite. dark chocolate?
1: <laughs> <laughs> All the time. Oh, I just melted in my mouth and it- Yeah, this is very it's, it's, it's this a stream
4: disconnected?
1: Ooh. What? You've seen something that says stream, says stream disconnected. disconnected. Where? I don't see on it. On the bi- and then it disappeared.
6: It said to reconnect. We're
1: still live, it seems. If you're in the chat listening, tell us if you if we're still live. Um, but Zach uh, or, or Jackie on a scale of 0 to 100 what would you give this
3: um I'd probably say a
1: 56 56 alright a 56 looks like we're still alive we're good uh, Zach on a scale of 0 to 100 where would you throw this guy
4: 72.5 72.5 fuck
1: you with your math <laughs> I'm doing the math so he's trying to make it more difficult and I'm including it up to the third Bow. decimal I'm including you want All to right. throw another one 70. Five six two. Five six two. There we go. Um, I really like this. Uh, I I could not drink it as much as I could drink regular Guinness, but I'll I'm gonna give this a, a seventy six. I think this is a good seventy six. Yeah, it yeah. is above middle of the road for me, but it is it's it's not the greatest seven and a half percenter in a, in a dark beverage. You're all good. All right. We got we got a, a, a name that I don't know in the chat, so thank you very much for joining in there. All right, our next yeah. beer. E. Oh, wait, wait, wait. E.
4: McElroy? I can't. I don't know. Emily. I can't read. E. McCoy. Oh, that's Emily. Emily. Yeah. Oh, I've yeah. never
1: seen her name pop up there. Yeah. All right. Well, we, we do know you. Yeah. So, whatever. Thank well. you, though. Um, the second beer that we're going to be drinking here, I straight up only got this because of the name. It is Dogfish Head, which I've always enjoyed Dogfish Head, but sure. it is called Costumes and... And karaoke. Man, have we been there. It is my favorite combination of things. I love karaoke. I love costumes. This is an imperial (laughs) cream ale with (laughs) turmeric, ginger, cinnamon, star anise, oats, cardamom with vanilla beans. Star anise. I don't don't think you're going to like this on
2: smell. I feel like this is more pumpkin. Is that
1: how you're supposed to pronounce it? I've always said star anise. I feel like this but I is got a pumpkin star spice. Anis. It's anise. All oh, right, can I see you a little, uh, you a little lighter there, guy? We're gonna pop this open. So it's got the pumpkin spice. You're saying? That's yeah, where we get the Halloween in is. there. All right. Well, yeah, all those spices listed in well, there. Yeah,
3: it's got the cinnamon and all.
1: So this is an eight percenter on this guy. It's eight percent by volume. It's not too heavy handed on the center. All right, I'm gonna get this guy a little sip and see where we are at. Cheers, everybody.
2: This is really good.
1: <laughs> oh, my God.
3: This is really good. Is that is really almost tastes like
1: bubble gum in a weird way. Sort of. Anybody else getting a bubble gum mm. taste? Mm. Yes. Like there, it's, yes. It's the star anise. Yeah, yes. I see what you're talking That's about. That's what that the, is. Yeah. The, it's the, the star anise. The star anise, Ani- anise tastes well, like bubble gum. Is, Eat is, some star anises. They taste like gum. They taste uh, like bubble gum. Anise
4: is, is, uh, is black
1: licorice. Like Lir- That's what I thought, yeah. That is... That is pumpkin spice without pumpkin flavoring yeah. and with bubblegum in there. Yeah. And if you had just put that on the bottle, I would never have purchased it. So I can understand why they did it. But that's what <laughs> it tastes like. This is delicious. It is. This is surprisingly delicious. Yeah. I like a beer in the 8% range that doesn't taste like 8%. The Guinness, you can taste the alcohol. You can taste that there's more alcohol in it. But the costumes and karaoke, this.
2: I mean, dogfish head is usually known for quality. <laughs> not, not a fan, is... Nick? No.
1: No, <laughs> <laughs> you got a sipper it's, of it. It's okay. It's all right. I am pleasantly surprised with it. Also,
2: yeah. It also tastes.
1: makes it kind of give like a root beer feel to it as well. Mm. Feels like I'm drinking like root beer, eating bubble gum, and sipping on a beer all at once. And yeah. if you can combine three of my favorite hobbies into one activity, and it's still drinking and getting drunk, I'm there. I am there. I'm gonna start this round off. I'm I'm giving this. What, give that one a 76 for what this is. I gotta I'm giving this an 85. This is getting an eighty-five wow, for me. Wow, this is wow, really fucking wow, good. Wow, wow, wow. Wow, wow, wow. 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 Sad, what are you giving this guy? <sighs>
3: 72.
1: 72, Jackie. Zero to uh, hundred.
3: I'm gonna have to go with an eighty-two. I think 82. This is one I can drink. Look it's at gonna that. be high up I'm... there.
1: Another one.
2: We right got it. Refining it,
1: breaking down barriers for people all the time is what we yeah. do.
2: 85 for me. 85? Fuck, yeah, yeah. This might have
1: just taken the spot of the the best-tasting beer. I I really enjoy this, and I'm yeah. kind of terrified now to move on to our third beer that we're tasting. <laughs> Be careful. The printing on it is upside down. Yeah. Uh. So don't try to read it after you've opened it. Not that I am anybody to speak about spilling beer on yourself Oh, today. is this
4: a stone?
1: This is a stone enjoy-by. Oh, I just
4: want to say, for the record... I don't think I've ever had a stone that was good.
1: You don't like stone? Unless it's
4: Keystone.
1: Oh, yeah. Now, this is LeaveNoStoneUnturned.com. That's their website. Funny. Uh, this is their Enjoy by 103120. So, this is the Enjoy By series that they put out. They'll put it out for different holidays. So, this is their... Uh, the the uh the Halloween edition, and what did I say? This one is coming in at. This is a heavy hander. This is like a nine nine four something along those nine lines. Nine four, yeah. Nine point four percent. old nasty. Oh, that does not smell good. <laughs> no. Usually they are in your face. hoppy.
4: smells like a. This smells like a
1: pine tree on yep. crack. Like a
4: poodle took a shit under
3: a pine, pine tree. tree. Yep. Yeah,
1: and then you blended it up and you put it in the a poodle? can. Yeah, you blend up the food. poodle smoothies. <laughs> no. maybe, for everybody. maybe you
3: fed the poodle apples before it took a shit on oh, the pine tree.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's a good way to get hints and notes. Is to f- to eat the shit Ar- of Ar- an Ar- animal after they. Oh, I love, <laughs> I love, I love foraging for shits. Mmm. <laughs> mm, corn. Oh, oh!
2: This is a rough beer.
1: That is just oh. a smacking in the face IPA. <laughs>
5: Oh, yeah, gosh.
2: That's I a rough that beer.
1: It does say IPA, but they put it upside down, so it just looks like a bunch of lines and shit. Ooh. That is hoppy for hoppiness' sake. That is... God, I know I always oh, go back serious. to it, but Torpedo is one of the best double IPAs ever, the Sierra Nevada Torpedo. And they're at like the 7.5%, 8.5% range. True. And it tastes good. It tastes like a beer that you could sip. This is just... This is going to the back, and it's going to be consumed after the Miller Lights and the other Guinness, I think, because that is just... Oh, I finished I Guinness don't, oh, they, oh, no, the Guinness already. Oh, the Guinness is. This got about half left. I am not a fan. Um, for what it is, for being a special occasion beer, I can't really give it high points, but for being a 9% IPA, right? like kind of going off, like, what was the one? Like Union Jacked or a couple other, like, big IPAs that are just, like, smacking you in the face with, with flavor, but they give you alcohol in exchange for it. And I don't really think it's even that good. So I'm going to say, I, I'm giving this guy a, I'm going to give it a 47. This is about a 47 for me. Not not really that big. Nick, are you liking this? This is right up your alley. This is right up this your alley. This
4: like they just took the Magnum
5: Hops and just like, threw it and left it in the can. Like,
1: I'm just eating yeah, it. they should have done more to it, I think. They probably should have <laughs> done more to it. All right, what are, you, what are you thinking on this one, Zach?
5: Magnum
4: Hops. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't know how to grade that. I don't know how to grade
4: uh, that. I, I, I like IPAs yeah. sometimes.
1: Is this one that you're enjoying?
4: I'm both not enjoying it and not not enjoying it. Okay. <laughs> so it's going to get a
1: 50. That's a fair <laughs> way to grade it. All right, Jackie, what are you thinking? It's going to have to go like 33. 33. Fair, fair. It's what you feel. And Mr. Lumpay Show. 43. Mm, low scores yeah. around. Low scores yeah. around. But we had a nice palette, a of variety of beers. We, we had a middle-of-the-road okay. It the, road the okay. costumes and karaoke
3: taste better. It
1: really probably should, and I'm going to take a <laughs> sip of that right now. Go ahead. Mm. All right, so before we jump into our, our first uh, featured song of the day, uh, which is going to be from Sapphire Fight and Bloom, a Swedish uh, female-fronted death metal band, Justin uh, brought up this this situation that's going on in the world of streaming right now. It's a situation. Um, Justin, you... you, you threw this at me earlier. I had no idea right. about this was going on in the world. Uh, so why don't you tell a little, uh, tell the little people out there a little bit about the little thing that's going
2: on. All right. Well, apparently the music industry is going after Jeff Bezos. Nice. Jeff Bezos owns Good Twitch.
4: Fuck Jeff
2: Bezos. And the way he's going, the way they're going about it is taking on streamers that okay. are streaming unlicensed music. Like through Spotify or YouTube. So or whatever. They, they
1: might not even be paying for the music at all. Like they More could than be light, they're it, definitely it could be pirating music, the music. <laughs> but they might have a free Spotify account and they're sure. streaming off the, spree, the the free Spotify account or just going to YouTube videos and, yep. and like shit like that. So I mean they, I've
2: seen streamers charge per minute for videos. Yeah, for so people like five dollars a minute to per video. So if you want to see a full video sometimes you're spending thirty five dollars. Oh yeah. Now like big you, you, streamers. Is
1: doing. Yes. The, the big thing that's going on is that they're going after them for using the unlicensed music, right. but the streamers are now going back at them and saying, listen, nobody's coming here for the music. We're not making money because yeah, of and the music in any way.
2: Basically, any exposure is better than yeah, no exposure, and it's like, well, no, you're playing. Pe- you're playing music that millions of people are listening. Yeah, to. yeah, and especially you know what, if you
1: got it. what was the name of the guy that you were uh, watching speak on? Doctor Lupo. On? And his point of view is pretty much what I just said. Like, uh, fuck you guys. Like, you're not getting my money. I worked for my money. You didn't contribute anything to it. But then we start talking, and it's like. You look at a movie. You take take the music out of a movie. If you don't sure. have the licensed music in the movie, the movie
2: loses half of its feel. Sure. Of course.
1: And so, do you think any streamers would be as entertaining to watch if they didn't have the music?
2: Probably. I mean, it would. It, at that point, there would have to be some sort of way that developers would figure out something that they wouldn't put copyright infringements on people playing their games in particular. Because because at that point, the music is a part of the game, but developers are like, well, no, the music's a separate entity. So, like, even playing a video game and streaming it to YouTube, Twitch, Facebook, whatever, if you're playing their music, you could still get copyright infringements.
1: Well, yeah, and that makes sense. And another thing that I said, like, try to go play Tony Hawk and take the music out of it. It's not going to be entertaining. Music definitely... Obviously, we're all biased here because we're humans with ears that like music.
2: Now, not every stream needs background music, need but it. if you're offering it and you're doing it, then people will come for the whole. And experience no matter what
1: book. you're doing, if you are making hundreds of thousands of dollars or millions of dollars, people are going to start looking at you and even going, if you "Hey, motherfucker!" Twenty dollar
2: donations give us while money. somebody's music's playing in the background, and you're not even displaying who the yeah, artist at least is. Yeah, give the credit.
1: Yeah.
4: That, yeah.
2: Yeah.
3: Yeah. The other thing, too, is I think it depends on the streamer and how they are with their fans. Because some people watch streamers because they feel like friends. Yeah. Sure. So if you yeah, have yeah, that yeah, comfortable course. music in the background that everybody hears all the time on the radio and stuff like that, it does contribute to the of popularity. It does. Yeah, yeah. And people aren't thinking about that part yeah. of it.
2: Yeah. No, I mean, uh, like Lupo was saying, that, that stuff doesn't add to... Somebody stream that you didn't need yeah. the music, and if that's the case, and you're so if you don't need the music, then yeah, don't was, play the yeah. music. I, I you know, it's say, a very simple thing then to turn around and be like, "Hey, I'm breaking the law, but it's not fair to yeah. me." You know, do you like, think
1: somebody like him would it hinder his performance and and the the likability? Probably not. He's of a he's stream.
2: a popular enough streamer, so that he's it probably right under.
1: in his mind. He's right, and for his specific situation, he, he might need be music, right. Yeah. He might yeah. not need music, but do you think? he would be brave enough to just be like, fuck it, I'm not doing music? Or do you think they're going to fight just to be able to keep no, using music for free? Yeah.
2: I don't really know what's going to happen with Twitch. I mean, basically, the, the, the whole deal right now is the RIAA basically told Twitch, like, you're still breaking the rules. Your yeah, top, your top streamers are still doing it. There's no, no, you know, like, you're not doing anything about it. So if yeah. that's the case, then we're going to fucking sue the shit out of you. Yeah,
1: well, uh, I think Zach would be happy to see Bezos get the shit suit out of him and for him to lose music, uh, lose money, and would it make it better for you for him to get the shit suit out of him, lose all that money on behalf of music? Do you think it's better? Is there anything, any other cause that you would like him to get sued over?
4: I would like Bezos to just realize that he's a scumbag and do something good for the world with okay. all his
1: money. Yeah. All Get right. Him
4: getting sued, it doesn't do anything for... Shh. Don't say
1: those words in here. Don't say workers' rights.
4: Yeah. No, I, I, I am totally anti-Amazon. Yeah. You can go um, back to our
1: song last year from Christmas, Protest the Santa. It is pretty much about people being forced to work in an Amazon warehouse. I,
4: I think the problem with this, and I'm obviously biased because I am a musician who yeah. creates music, is that music these days is so disposable... That like that's how it's thought of. It's like you get paid what, uh, uh a hundredth of a penny per stream. Oh yeah. yeah you know what I mean? Yeah. Like an it artist. It takes a
1: while for it to An match artist up to makes
4: everything. the the big people make a lot of money off shows and sure. just being a famous person. Yeah, you yeah, yeah your money.
1: merchandising, yeah, you your actual but, CD sales you know, and stuff if like that. This was the twenties,
4: they'd look at us and be like, Oh, you boys play, huh? Now yeah. it's like every person like Yeah, well, like my thirteen-year-old has a MacBook. Yeah, (laughs) he made a few albums. Yeah, like music is so cheap and disposable these
1: days. So what Zach is saying is what we've been doing here the last two years is very cheap and disposable. (laughs) Uh, It's but I feel like this,
4: like the streamers, good enough. The streamers being like, I'm not going to pay for that is just more proof that the general consensus in the population is that music is free.
2: Yeah. Well, yeah, and that's that's what I was saying with you earlier, like it'd be different if you were trying to stream a movie. Imagine oh, trying 100%. to stream a movie all the way through yeah. from a big streamer. They get shut down in a fucking second. Mm-hmm. But music, music nobody it's, yeah, it's nobody a cares. very weird it's a thing. Weird situation. He brought up an he brought up two other good good things. One was if Bezos did win in court, would you want a millionaire or billionaire to know that he can change laws? Yeah. And second uh
1: Don't want that to
2: happen. He made a comment saying, if you buy a record or a CD, don't have friends come over and listen to it because you're breaking the law. Yeah, that's a that's But then a, immediately it said comment. after, Uh but if I try and play music to you guys through my Spotify account that I pay for. And it's like, dude, you're talking about a personal use yeah, thing a that you assign the, an agreement Yeah, I'm on. not
4: coming over and paying you money to... Yeah. There's no puppy for your house. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but you're also not wait, live streaming. Wait a minute, wait a minute. No, <laughs> but you're also not live streaming. You yeah, hanging out with your friends, listening Internet. to music to hundreds of thousands, if not millions, of people. Right. So I think I think we all kind of land on the side of uh, music is the it's a product. It's a product that somebody has created, sure. and it's usually a, a, a more you know, personal product. If the music is good, to the person that made it, so I can understand why the record industry is going after them. Um, I'm
2: I mean, I have to no problem about, like, with the large, being big. Able to...
1: I'm curious what the big musicians really think about this. Like, who's sure. going to be the Metallica in this situation? Who's well, going to really come? I hope it's Imagine. Well, Dragons. here's here's I the really funny hope thing. Imagine Dragons <laughs> is the band that just comes down. It's like no, and then Lars and Imagine Dragons just like team up and go die together. Oh, somewhere. could you imagine? And imagine and then, could you imagine
4: a Metallica Imagine Dragons? Imagine
2: Imagine Metallica.
4: Imagine
1: <laughs> Metallica. Metallic <laughs> dragons. Imagine Metallica was Met- good again. Metallic dragons. That would be. That would be. Now, there
2: are some funny things about that. You like, I don't have a problem with streamers being able to play music. I no. think. I think that there should be something figured out.
4: Yeah. Like Whether it's like,
2: if you want to like stream with Twitch and use music, fee. you pay for this service yeah. that you can use this music within the Basically, go, go
1: through Clear Channel, more or less, but to get the approval of the allowance to the play whatever you funniest want. funniest
2: thing Funk is, is uh, Dude, the
1: Bastards too.
2: singer or main guitarist Put in Dragon network, Force <laughs> I'm just kidding. streams Herman something. Herman Lee! Yeah. And he's like, yeah, you can use my music. And he was streaming his music and got banned from Twitch for from DMCA Strikes because <laughs> he doesn't actually own his music. His own music. Yeah, his the own record music. Label, the, uh, Yeah, record exactly. label. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, so we they have, took him straight And down. we deal with
1: that sometimes. We'll yeah. get hit on almost every video because every video or every live stream that we do, we feature a band, and that band owns the rights to their music. So we'll get an alert every single episode. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I've got, if you, they really wanted to come after us, I have all of the correspondence yeah. between yeah. us and exactly. that band saying that they allowed us to well, use their music and blah, money blah, blah. This, so. And we're not. We're not. If we ever do one day, come sure. after us. No,
4: what, no it co- what does it cost to do an episode? Of our show? Yeah, hundred bucks.
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, between maybe. beer and food and stuff like that usually. Yeah, around yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we got, we're low budget. We're low... Right. B- yeah, well, yeah, if you break all that stuff down, it's probably 100 bucks an episode. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Today more because we got a $54 case of fucking Guinness. Yeah, yeah. You bought a
4: whole case of it? You bought a yeah. whole case of it. You know, not a a case. You're going to be so drunk. It's going
1: to be ridiculous. Speaking yeah. of ridiculous, and by ridiculous, I mean good and, and really cool. We have a single that we're going to be playing now. As I said earlier, Sapra Fight in Bloom is the name of the band. The single that you're going to be hearing is called The, uh, the City of Shadows. Um, Sapra Fight in Bloom is a female-fronted metal project from Sweden formed in November of 2019 by singer Oksana Blom-Hedlund and drummer Dennis Blom-Hedlund assuming they're married or siblings I don't think that that's just the smith of of Sweden maybe it is Uh, their first debut EP is available on Spotify Amazon etc it's beautiful but at the same time brutal music consisting of many contrasts swinging rhythms different genres of metal like death thrash heavy symphonic etc lyrical crystal lyric Lyrical crystal vocals. I want to read exactly what they wrote because if English is their second language, this is written beautifully, but also it gets to something that's actually going to be really stoked about at the bottom. Lyrical crystal vocals by Oksana switches to rasp and brutal growls while virtuoso guitar playing and groovy but tight drums with out of the box thinking. All the music and lyrics are by Oksana and Dennis and created together. All the guitar and bass parts for the first EP were recorded by guitarist virtuoso Andreas Lindgren. Mixing and mastering on the first EP was done by Stefan Carlson of Sweet Spot Studios, who has also worked on such bands as Arch Enemy, Grand Magus, and Opeth. So these guys are working with the people that have helped. You ever listened to Arch Enemy? uh, Enemy, I've never listened to Arch Enemy. I I knew the name. Arch Enemy is the most
4: brutal female fronted band of all time. So
1: I need to listen to them because I'm thoroughly enjoying this. And they're right. This song has levels. It feels kind of like three songs in one, and they really build up to it. But it is brutal. It's amazing. Um, you can go check out uh, again on on uh, Instagram at saprophyte underscore in underscore bloom. That's s a p r o p h y t e saprophyte. Again, that's on Instagram. And again, you can find them YouTube, Spotify, anywhere you get your music. Here is the city of shadows. Turn it up a lot. Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> there you go
1: I hope that got in there that was perfect <laughs> alright so there you have from, that's awesome from Sweden <laughs> Saprophite in Bloom again find them on Instagram Spotify YouTube everywhere They it's just fun it's just fucking fun her vocals are brutal I was yeah, saying yeah. while we were listening uh, the first time Zach and I uh, put them on I was like oh I wonder who does the the heavy vocals cause there are doubled heavy vocals it sounds like from another guy like at some point but I'm just like listening, and then we watched the video, like, a, like an actual music video, and we're like, oh no, it's just this chick, and she's just brutal. And you said Oksana sounds like a name of somebody you would call on in an alleyway if oh, you're yeah. about to be jumped. 100%. Yeah. And she looks like she could beat everybody in this room up when she's going all like. Ah. That's hot. But then she's equally as beautiful just when she's singing and her voice is beautiful. Like, matched, like, perfectly. Fucking love them. Go check them out again. A lot, a lot more music from them uh, is available. They put out a bunch of stuff here and there. Um, but yeah I think it's now time that we start talking about our music that we made this week our brunch weekly original single the seventh song in our Americana Super Soul album that yeah. is called All Saints now every year uh, around Halloween we've tended to go more towards like the metal we were usually in the heavier stuff at this point yeah. so we're we're departing from that with the Americana album but we still needed to write a song that was in the spirit of of the season. And so instead of writing something about Halloween, Eve, which we did last year, our, our song called Halloween. Um,
4: we, we, we also had a song called Halloweener.
1: Halloweener. Halloweener. Yeah. That was the year before. This one is uh, not about Hallow's Eve. It's about the next day. It's about All Saints Day. Um, and... it. it Historically, All Saints Day is something that uh, generally is looked at as coming from the Catholic Church. And it is the day where you basically are honoring everybody that you've lost in the year. Um, A bunch of different cultures celebrate it in different ways. But overall, it's about uh, people that you've lost, whether they were personal people or religious figures, somebody that you were just spiritually connected to. um, And it's about looking at them and, and respecting and honoring their memories. So we decided to write lyrically a song that was in that vein. After we had already started the actual writing of the song. Right. So, Zach, what was, what was it that you were pulling from for the structure and the writing of this song? Um, and as always, do you think we got to where you, you were thinking we would go? Uh,
4: did we get to where we, I thought, initially... Uh no, no, never do, never do.
1: We get that somewhere, would be boring. We
4: get somewhere else, and that's the fun of it.
1: Yeah, it's um, a journey. I had
4: I had an idea yesterday. When you're, there, you're there, and uh, it was way sillier. And then we got into doing this, and, uh...
1: You started this off on the It made more you sense. You started working on the on the keyboard yeah. to get the base of the song. Well, this started out as a different song. Oh, yeah, you started, recently. you wrote, like, a couple bars of one song. And then deleted and it. And then deleted it all, and then turned to the keyboard, and, like, Rain Man just sat there and, and just shat out this really cool fucking riff, and then plugged in your acoustic and just went over it and just started doing oh that was the first one the, the, the humming noise and yeah. all that yeah. but you added the the fast paced uh, acoustic guitar and then just went there we go we got it and from there we just kind of rolled right yeah. on um, what was the band that you said you were listening to a lot this week and you went oh this makes oh, sense
4: I was listening to um the new uh my morning jacket, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 They're great.
1: And uh, for Justin on this drumming, I mean, Zach basically threw at you like we're this one's simple, yeah. um, and, and and kind of it's a, it's a sweeter song, even though it's about death. The whole idea of it being you know about honoring those that, that have passed it is a song that, that has a brightness to it, right. even though it has a very minor feel in the actual tone of the song. True. Um, this was right in your wheelhouse. Like Zach turned around at one they point turn. and was just like, we are in your zone. Like yep. This is where you live. This is where you rock and roll. Yep. I feel like yep. this is one of the easiest. I don't ever want to belittle what you do, but for you, this seems like one of the most natural flowing I, th- uh, I think that drummings.
2: through... Um all of these albums we get there a few times mm-hmm. you know what I mean so there's challenges and then it's like fuck it we're yeah. in somebody's comfort zone yeah you know.
1: and this one for both you drumming and me as far as the key this is one that really just kind of matched up um, right. vocally it's kind of back to that uh, that stage vaudevillian voice at certain points right. and then I do pull from the you, you were telling me to smile go Brian Wilson with it had Brian to be happy on the course, had to be clean yeah. And th- it's again, kind of a somber song lyrically but but musically this is this is really fun. We did a lot of layers on vocals, a lot of whispering, right. a lot of There's harmonies, f- 41 tracks. 41 tracks not rec- not a record at all for us, but it is up there. Um, so cool. I think without any further delay, we should jump right into our song All Saints. Well,
2: this is a pretty long song.
1: Yeah, what did it turn out to be? Six, six. Oh, I thought we were at like a four minute song on this one. All right. Yeah. Well, here it is, our brunch weekly original single for season five, episode seven what was it called again? All, All Saints. All Saints, there you go. All right. Enjoy. All right. Hauntingly beautiful song. That That is is a hauntingly beautiful song we just made
4: there. I I had a rough week.
1: Yeah, yeah. So that song. Yeah, I thought about halfway through writing the lyrics. I was just kind of like, yeah, this is a, a, um, you you had a rough week. I have lost two friends in the last three weeks. Yeah. It's been uh, a a sad, somber last couple of weeks on that. Uh, Zach lost his grandfather. He was ninety right. six? Ninety four. Ninety four years old. Wednesday uh, um, Helmet. And Helmet I only yeah. I only met Helmet a couple of times. Um and he didn't say much to me. Um, but everything you've ever told me about the guy seemed to be just fucking I mean, he you know, he, he fit with the Storming clan, is basically the nicest way I could put it. You guys right. are a bunch of raucous, wild, <laughs> random motherfuckers.
4: <Why> <laughs> He was drinking until his last day and oh man, the day he died was we got absolutely
1: Yeah
4: that ad- we we celebrated the only way that Bangermaster. Uh, yep. Yep. The yeah, the only way that uh Opa would want, you know.
1: Fuck yeah. So in kinda on accident, that is kind of uh, in in honor of Opa there, um and uh uh, everybody, You know, this year has been a rough year for everybody. And I feel like, hey, All Saints yes. Day is a day that we, we could take a little bit more seriously this year because there's been a lot of loss in a lot of different ways. Sure. Um, but, yeah, I think it, it's such a contrast to what we did last week
2: oh, that yeah. listening
1: to the album when we're done straight <laughs> through and going from space lizards versus jane fonda to all saints is going to be the hardest transition yeah but i, mean, I think you it's going to songs, you- dude. oh dude well jane fonda is going to stick out yes. as she should yeah. as she should and uh speaking of uh she's that should stick out we are now joined by our guest. I mean, she's been here the whole time. But now we are turning our focus to our All guest, right. Jackie Delgado, the host yeah. of the hit podcast. And I say that you have a hit podcast, Should unlike I? this one, <laughs> Our Paths, the podcast. Uh, so, so well, thank you again so much for being here.
3: Thank you for um, having
1: me. How much, because I have an ego, how much hot. did you decide to come back here specifically this week <laughs> because of this? And how much of it was you went... Oh shit! Sure. We could do the show live then. That's cool. <laughs> the second one. Is it it, it, really,
3: it kind of was. So we actually. The, well, to be fair, we made this to trip. Re- to be fair, uh, we did make this trip very, very last minute. Uh, we were originally going to come down in December, and then looking at everything and all the stuff going on at my job. Yeah. We right. decided, listen, it'll probably be too cold for me anyway. Yeah. So let's go for Halloween because we were also planning on going to Salem. Ooh. But because that's what we used to do when we yeah. lived here. And it's Salem's just, a fun time. Salem's great. It's a great time. Uh, it's beautiful. beautiful. Oh, yeah. uh, But, you know, with all this stuff going on with COVID, yeah. right, everything's right. closed. So we were like, eh, let's go So home. you,
1: you would have been the Fifth couple I know that's gone to Salem this month, uh, from our area specifically. People are still going up there, and I don't know what they're doing because again, I feel like everything is just close. getting the
2: fuck away from. Yeah, just walking around. They're <laughs> wow.
1: actually going and seeing the free sites, the things yeah, that you can just go sure. and the look cool at. Stuff. The cool stuff, like just the, sh- you at the see Samantha it. statue and shit like that. Yeah. You know, I I thoroughly love Salem. There's this great. Little uh, like a, a boutique pizzeria, and they've got um, they have. Uh, oh, I Picard. love Salem for the pizza. They have. Oh, yeah. You're gonna love it for this though. They have a li- the life size version of Picard full Borg. They've got what well, I always oh. forget his name when I go to say his name. But uh, Picard is a Borg. What's his name? Uh, Lecucius. Lecucius. So they have a whole thing. Like, right between the bathrooms. You go to the bathrooms and they've got a life-size Picard with the implants and everything just standing there. That enough Speaking is worth going that, to Salem.
4: Uh, Fasano just gave me a CBS password.
2: Uh-oh. So mm-hmm.
4: I'm going to finally watch Picard.
2: You're going to finally watch Isn't Picard. Isn't there a new, uh, the new season
1: There's of Star Trek Yeah, I haven't yeah. watched yeah. any of that. So you give me Fasano's password so I can <laughs> ch- uh, jump up on that as well. But Thanks, Fasano. <laughs> Thanks,
4: Fasano. You don't
1: listen. <laughs> Don't all worry. Right. We'll give it out to all viewers. Man. Everybody. You can uh, find it by emailing 123justinSucksPA with an actual letter. Um, now, Jackie, you started this podcast last month, basically, right? Se- like September. September. Yeah, September, September
3: 5th, it launched. So, technically, the first episode was released at the end of August because I was just getting my simple cast figured out. Yeah. And yeah. Making sure I was everywhere. Right. But uh, it was all like a lot of things I do, very last minute. Yeah. I came up with the idea that. I was. It's actually started from TikTok. I'm sad to say, but uh, <laughs> hey, inspiration can
1: come from anywhere. It's
3: true. So uh, the thing is that with a lot of the witch community, there is gatekeeping, and that's always been a thing. Okay. But it's really prevalent on Witch Talk because I've noticed that the demographic of practitioners is either like young teenagers who just started, like uh-huh. two weeks ago, or practitioners that have grown up in a coven or have been doing it for 40 years there is like no in between yeah so there's a lot of arguing that way but I've also seen it in some of my other witch groups uh, that I've been a part of for a couple so before
1: we go too far down that path why don't you tell everybody about what (laughs) our path is all about what is what is well where did the show come from what was the 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 mental birthing of the show and and why is it why is it such a hit?
3: (laughs) (laughs) So honestly, the show came from my own curiosity. I am a solitary witch, mostly because I'm super socially awkward, so I don't like to talk to people. But a lot of the stuff that you research online, and there's so many books on witchcraft, it's hard to pinpoint accurate information, if you will. And I found that the best way to learn is through other practitioners. Okay. But there isn't... Anything that's easily accessible like that. Like, I couldn't just go online. Yeah, there's and not a find... witch book. It's yeah, not it's not like, like, a, yeah. Yeah,
1: like a Facebook. You should get on that. Start, start programming now. Wow. Well, yeah,
3: like, I can't just type in, like, hoodoo practitioner and hope Call that I come up with space. somebody legit. Call it
1: witch space. better, yeah. space, yeah. space. Witch space. Better, better name. So, <laughs> spell book. Never mind. Spell book. Spell book. Okay, <laughs> no.
3: I noticed a lot of people uh, specifically on Witch Talk, they were teaching people, like showing them how they do their spells or just right. the different things that they've learned and then again that sparks the gatekeeping and oh, that's not how you do it. So For me it was just, you know what, let me do some research on some of these people and let me just learn like mm-hmm. what it is that everybody does because you can follow the same path as somebody else and practice completely differently. Okay, And that's the really cool thing about this this path and it's why a lot of us are drawn to it because there are no rules. The rules are what you set. It's whatever you believe in, then that's... Right. Yeah, there's no
1: overarching church.
3: Yeah, there's no... There's
1: no, there's no <laughs> deity, single no. deity that you are no. looking to. There's no one book that you are going to for the answers, which is something that kind of, I mean intrigues me in that way because there are so many different views and so many different approaches to something that you would think is an ancient practice would have a lot more uh, solidity in like how you do things. Because if you look at most normal religions, quote unquote normal uh, religions and, and practices that people follow, it's kind of by by the book. It's very, very, here are our 10 rules. Don't break those 10 rules. Or this is how you improve to a better spot in your next life you follow this this set path like here is the path take this path and don't, don't wander but, from yep. the path yep. right. and yeah. and with uh, within witchcraft and from my because I have a very very slim knowledge I, I lived with a bunch of hippies a lot of them practiced different versions of things. There was always, like, runes being talked about and crystals and different rocks, and I still have one in my room just because it was given <laughs> to me, so it just sits there, and I'm yep. just it's not leaving, and anywhere I move, it goes with me. It's just this weird geode, and it's just there, and I don't touch it ever. I dust it once in a while, and that's about it. But um, what the one thing that always shocked me was that, like, everybody does have their own way of practicing within it and you do as you're saying like the, the gatekeeper side of things people that are just like ah you're fucking it up like you're changing things or you're modifying it yeah. in ways that we don't like um, for you personally, before we get to the actual show, mm-hmm. when did you get in to? Do you consider it just Wicca? Do you just like refer to it as Wicca, Wiccan? Like, what is the overarching word that you would use?
3: So Wicca is a specific religion that can technically fall under the pagan umbrella. Okay, but not every witch is Wiccan because that is a religion. Real
1: quick, pagan umbrella band name. Go.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah so uh, Wicca is a, a practicing religion so they do have a book okay. they have the Wiccan right and and they believe in the threefold law, which is okay. essentially anything that you send out comes back to you threefold. Okay. And, you know... Um, I can get back on Yeah, do, do harm to none, so they don't curse, they don't hex, they don't do anything like that, and they work. Curse
1: as in actual put a curse. Yes,
3: yeah. Like, I'll
1: put a spell on you, not fuck you. Yeah. Okay,
3: Well, cool. I mean, a little bit of both. So. A little bit of both. Because right.
1: they are curse words.
3: <laughs> uh, so, yeah. This, fuck. That's the thing with... Ooh, oh, 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 sorry, you said it. now. fucking... <laughs> That a lot of people... And and that was another reason why I started it. Because when you start looking into witchcraft, that's what you see a lot of. You see a lot of Wicca. And there's nothing wrong with Wicca. Yeah. You know, I love Wiccans. I love the idea of Wicca. I just don't personally believe in it. And there's so much outside of that. You know, there's uh, uh, Egyptian magic. There's root work, which is based off of your ancestral stuff. So if you, you know, come from, you know, Natives, Native Americans, that is the type of root work. Uh, Hispanic, being Puerto Rican we have work that we do that's based in our ancestry and that has been passed down the line. So the, the thing with witchcraft is, yes, at one point, everybody did have their own rules, which is why there's gatekeeping. Yeah. Right. So one group uh, way back when is like, this is how you read tarot. You have to do it this way and you have to do it this way. And another group at the same time had their own ways of doing it. Right. But as we've gone through the years... People are cross-referencing information, so now uh, tarot is a really big one that a lot of people argue with. Some people believe that you can't buy your first deck. It has to be gifted to you. That's how I was taught.
1: Oh.
3: But other see, people... I, see,
1: I would subscribe to, like, just knowing nothing about it. I would be like, yeah, fuck you going to Spencer's and buying a fucking, <laughs> like, jackass edition tarot card set yep. or whatever you're going to buy. Yeah.
2: Kyle was begging, like, hey, Keith, go in there and buy a... Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Keith, There's can you go that, buy this gift for it me? to me? Can you give it to me? Yeah. <laughs> and then later down the line, I'll give you 20 20- <laughs> hey,
4: man, I, I was given two sets of tarot cards.
1: Really? I yeah. think they are still in the you, house.
2: Well, well, where's the one the from?
4: What's the one from?
1: Either
2: Mike Behind who her. Who gave
4: us the first set? Uh, in the in the cloth.
1: Is it a special edition of any weirdness, or is it just there,
2: it wasn't there, traditional? I don't remember.
4: Somebody gave me the first set, which was like wrapped in cloth and yeah. cool. as Oh. Time. And then bad. Shane gave me the second set, which is from his. He's a golden. The Golden or mythic? I'm so sorry, buddy. Yeah. Uh, uh, go, mythic dawn. No, the golden dawn. The golden dawn. Dawn. The golden dawn. The the mythic dawn is from Skyrim. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I was
5: going to give you red dawn. That was about it. Yeah, heretic order of the
3: Dawn.
4: So that, my best friend is super duper deep in that. Mm -hmm. Like, to the point where, like, he tells me, I'm just like, Okay, buddy. I, I was like, are you happy? He's like, yes. I was like, are they hurting you? He's like, no, dude. Like it's awesome. I was like, okay, good, man. Like I'm not A-okay. signing up, but if it if it's working for you and you're happy Who are you and healthy to
1: fight But he it. gave
4: me the the Terra the set or Terra, terra whatever. The set from there the images that they use on their right. deck alright um, we've heard a couple songs with them really
2: yeah,
3: yeah like me the... and
4: Justin have like just picking a picking a card at random and then looking up what it's supposed to mean and trying to Write a song that would be a cool thing news, to approach yeah. down the line too. I wouldn't
1: mind. I wouldn't mind jumping in on that. Yeah. Um, all right, well, I mean, so, I
3: have both of my decks now. So fuck yeah. <laughs>
1: um, I did think at some point I was just like, I don't know if I said it to Justin or Zach, but I was like, maybe we get her to read tarot cards. And I'm like, is that like, <laughs> is that like going to somebody who's just like, oh, I'm an illusionist. You're like, hey, can you do, do some trick? uh, card tricks for <laughs> yeah. us? Let me You're see like, some. No, no, no. Like, like, I, make, that magic. I make buildings yeah. disappear. I'm
4: an illusionist. If you got a pizza. I mean, it be
3: a- it's, <laughs> it's funny because that's that's the experience that a lot of witches have have like once they come out of the broom closet, if you will. All I their love friends- that
1: phrase. I was going to get to that. Yep. I love the broom closet phrase. Yep.
3: all of their friends and family are like, "Hey, so can you uh like can you read my card yeah. or something?" Like <laughs> yeah. my dad, he call- he called me a couple months ago because he was having a rough spot with work, and he was just like, "I just." You know, it just made me feel better if you could, like, maybe read my cards yeah. or something.
1: Well, jumping off on really? that, then, uh, you what age were you when you got into this? And were you raised religious in any way? And was there a transition? And how was it received?
3: So, okay, so my upbringing, yes and no. My, I, My family is very spiritual, Yeah. but they're also... Uh, I don't want to say very Catholic, but Catholic enough. Are you 100% Puerto
1: Rican? Yes, okay, I am 100% Puerto so Rican. I would assume if you said, I'm Puerto Rican, i go, you're either Catholic or Roman your Catholic. family got saved in the last 50 years and now you're all about Jeebus. So like, I
3: actually went to a Catholic school. That was the first school I went to okay. uh, for elementary school. Uh, and when we moved to Pennsylvania, my mom tried to get us to go to church every Sunday and it was just such a pain in the ass that she was like, you know, whatever, we'll, we'll pray at home. Yeah. So... Uh, my mom was the one that was kind of against it, but my grandmother uh, practiced a lot of things from Santaria, which is, uh, you know, Latin-based root kind of work. And it uses the saints uh, basically in place of their old gods. So they worship uh, Catholic Christian saints in place of their gods. So it's
1: like the idea of, like, when Christianity took over the pagan religions and they were like, okay, we can still have Christmas... Yeah when we can still have your your you know log burning or whatever Shit. you guys are doing just bring the tree inside we're cold you know like that yeah. type of deal like there, yeah. there were there were a couple of like <laughs> acceptances and they were just like all right. That guy can stick around. That guy, none of that, none of <laughs> yeah. that. You're going to hell. You're going okay, to but hell. Like, what
3: if we call him Saint? Yes,
1: yeah, Saint Nicholas. Yeah. Is that okay? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah, yeah. So, uh, but again, my knowledge
1: of it and, they're is like, very... no, and they're like, no, Popo Gijo.
3: My it's my knowledge is a, a of Tim that Allen, kind of work Santa is a very light. Specifically because it's a, quote, close practice. Yeah. And by the time I was around, my grandmother wasn't really practicing as heavily. It's a joke
1: of <laughs> <laughs> by Tim Allen, Popo? <laughs> Popo Jijo. No, we
4: did that in song.
0: Yeah, we've done it before. <laughs> last,
1: last Christmas. <laughs> last Christmas, I say Popo Jijo, at least. And then we realized I said it wrong. It's not pronounced Popo Jijo, and I think he pronounced it wrong either. Yeah, or also, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> anyway.
3: So... There's a lot of things that I, now that I'm older and I'm in the practice, I look back at my grandmother doing it and I'm like, shit, that's that's what that was. Uh, But my mom, again, being a little fearful, she kind of pulled away from it. So I've always been in the craft. I've always done spell work without realizing that that's what I was doing. I wasn't consciously doing it until after I graduated high school. Uh and I started to really kinda look into it. I again I was taught that you're supposed to buy your first deck of cards, so I didn't really dabble with tarot until much later in my journey. Uh Nick actually bought me my first deck. Okay. But I still cool. have her. She's wonderful. She makes people cry because of how accurate she is. Oh damn. Yeah. All right. Yeah, she's a uh, she's Hershey? Not...
1: Her yeah, Hershey. Hershey. Yes. <laughs> Is it a bunch Wait. of like Reese's peanut butter cups on every yeah, card? It is. Yeah. Uh, it's made of chocolate. It's so. made of, oh, <laughs> man, it's still around. You guys aren't fat enough. Um, that shit would have been gone day. Day one. day one. I was say day two. Day I've been one. On day 72 one. cards.
4: Um,
1: so, I don't so you I get into. I pulled the joker,
4: but I ate it.
1: <laughs> What's that mean again? <laughs> that meant I was hungry. <laughs> You're like, Mercury's in retrograde coming out of my ass about now because I ate it three hours ago. Um, man, I got a fast track. Uh, so when you, you pretty much grew up in this. Um, your your grandmother, you said uh, uh, practice...
3: Low-key. Low-key. Low with me low growing key. up, yeah. But
1: was, was she... So she kind of was still like Catholic? She's, she's but Catholic, okay. yeah. She's, she's Did Catholic,
3: she ever tell you
2: anything or teach you anything?
3: No, actually, it, that's something that I'm doing recently. My grandmother actually came up because we were visiting from South Carolina. Oh, nice. So my mom and I are going to sit down with her either today or tomorrow, and I'm going to try and go through some that's of cool. history with her. That's cool. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, that's amazing. Yeah, and like... Psychically, I guess my family is pretty gifted. Like, my mom can see spirits, and uh, my father, his mother, actually was prophetic. She could see her children before they were born. Oh, shit. So, whenever she was pregnant, yeah. she would tell stories about what they would do at ages like two to five. And then, once that child was born and they hit those ages, they would do it exactly. The way that now, in the through.
1: Puerto Rican culture, because in an American culture, you're immediately your children are probably taken away from you if you're talking about your children <laughs> while they are in utero. Um, was it look was it more open minded in that culture, or was it still Catholics looked at it kind of going, What the hell's going on over here?
3: <laughs> like, do we so, need to be worried about this one? So I'll be honest with you, even the most Catholic or Christian Latinos that I've met. Yeah. Still have some of that, and I think it just comes from the way that we grow up. It's our, embedded our, in the culture. Embedded right. in the culture, right? Exactly, and it comes it comes up usually through superstitions. Okay, right. So it's not actively witchcraft or anything like that. But but it's, it's like hold your sentiments. breath going
1: by that graveyard type yep, of deal. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. So, I've been in a car with a Puerto Rican before. I know the deal. <laughs> I know the they, deal. Do they
4: hold their breath yeah. when they go by? The yeah, it was
1: probably Jackie. Um,
4: <laughs> because every time I drive by a Catholic church in he
1: Really? Yeah, yes, yes. we're,
4: we're just my driving through the countryside at work and See, we drive by some fucking my church. My grandfather used to like, do
3: that. That and anytime he, he went past graveyards, churches yeah, and graveyards. I,
1: I think our family was mm-hmm. just so there there were 10 of us shoved in the back of a van and we were just so bored oh. driving wherever we were going uh that if we saw something we would just make our own rituals of like things to do. <laughs> so it's, somebody at some point went hold your breath, you know, because they heard that but then certain littler, like, little or smaller ones that, that's like, if you're going over a bridge, lift up you your feet. feet yep. And I'm just like, I don't get what any of this means. I'm tr- but I'm driving. I, it, like, yep. You're like, like I'm stalled out on know. the bridge yep. right now. Over a bridge, <laughs> I can't go back. forward
4: and I can't go back. Can you guys
1: give me a pushback here? What's going on? I can't put on? my feet down. I can't <laughs> put my feet down. We're on a bridge. I thought I had <laughs> <laughs> cruise control going. Apparently it doesn't work under 15 miles an hour. We're kind of fucked right now. If I can get a nudge. Can you get out and help? camp of a feet down camp of a feet down camp of a feet down uh, so we're next to a church She's
5: just like "Yeah, you
1: gotta go oh, forward <laughs> drive I can't stop doing this soon so I'm can- gonna have to go in and like touch like, that wall or something shed. oh my god. so oh. um uh, within this this realm there are obviously as we've been saying many different sects within it um i know you had a a, a rune reader um yes. on and that's more from i don't know if it's like not slavic but nordic nordic yeah. uh so he's um, from norway yeah so with that's cool with those people uh do you see culturally a lot of like similarities when you get down to like the bare like like the the, the nuts and bolts of it all do you go like Oh, like, you've got this and your twist on it and your your Nordic approach to it, but pretty much what I'm doing down here, I just have my Latin flair on it. Is there a different... Like, do you see similarities it, a lot?
3: Yes. Across across multiple different types of craft, there are similarities. Okay. Um, uh, unless it is a, a old practice, like... Hoodoo, voodoo, um, native practices, things like that, and you will even see uh, similarities between those practices, but not necessarily the Eurocentric practices. Okay. That
2: those those fall within witchcraft, like voodoo. Okay, oh, and
1: yeah, is that okay, the yeah,
3: overarching
1: thick term to call it? Is it all under witchcraft, magic, some, the some occult? Like what do you say?
3: The craft, the craft, or, or magic, or. Witchcraft. I mean, it's it's again because it's there's no rules. It really just depends how you define yourself or your practice. Uh, So uh, again, being a solitary witch and just kind of learning everything on my own because my grandma, she's very old. She only speaks Spanish. So anything that I need to learn through her, I have to use my mom as a translator. (laughs) Fun. (laughs) So uh, it's just kind of been me trying to figure it out and what works and what makes sense to me. And and that's the other thing about magic too is like. I can't tell you what works for you because an incantation or something that I believe in might not work if you do it because you don't believe in it. Right. But if yeah, you come right. up with something that you wholeheartedly believe in, you'll start to see changes and then that's kind of how you find your own way.
1: Now, do you think okay. uh, that approach, like the, the the finding something that you believe wholeheartedly, because I I grew up in, and I think the three of us we've, we've discussed on the show before, all grew up with some form of like Christianity, more of the born-again <laughs> Christian side of things, not so much Catholic. So, yeah. I didn't get as much as the superstitions because it was more, you know, the 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 progressive Christians. Yeah, uh, I I was Lutheran. Yeah, Lutheran Baptist. Yeah, were, were Protestant, Protestant, uh, Protestant, yeah. Protestant, Protestant. of some yeah. sort. Yeah. yeah. So uh, we don't really, you know, we basically we tried to burn those people and get rid of them <laughs> as much as we possibly could in the past, um, and make sure that they didn't come back, so we didn't have to relearn any of that stuff. <laughs> we can just stick to our book and have our one book that gives us all the answers. It's the way the truth and light yeah. people. You're all fucking up. Um, now, thanks to Steve Gutenberg. I, I do <laughs> to Steve have a question. Steve Gutenberg and his Bible.
2: <laughs> do you have to be pagan to study demonic stuff?
3: So that's the thing. Not every witch identifies as pagan,
2: right? So okay. So, so if you're in a demonology or whatever, it would be. You're uh, not
3: necessarily a witch. Okay. Well, I mean, you could be if you identify that way, or you could be pagan if you identify that way, because you have to remember okay, that...
2: Okay, so it's whatever you believe in at that point.
3: Well, yeah, and there's okay. a lot of people who practice witchcraft that don't worship or believe in deities or gods or anything right, like that. Right, yeah They just, they, they understand the, the way to manipulate the energy around them. Yeah. And they just work their craft. Sure. They don't... And
1: what I was getting to before I just started making dumb jokes, uh, if... If I know a person that is religious, of any sect of Christianity, Buddhism, whatever they they may subscribe to, if they wholeheartedly believe the words that they are hearing, the words that they are reading, if they are reading, say, just going with Christian, because that's what I know, if they are daily in the book, if they are in the Bible daily, if they are working on themselves as a human based on these (laughs) sets of rules, if they make it work because of their personal dedication to it i fully respect their decision most of my family is like that that's why i will shit talk religion left and right but it's because i haven't found the one that i subscribe to and the one that i connect with but there are people in every religion and that's the reason that all these are so successful it's all about what you put in and if you are spending every day like we used to do um I think it was called the Daily Bread. It was basically like you would die without your bread every day, without some sustenance every day. So there are these books, like little uh, devotional books you get, like in the Christian world, where it's like, read this passage today. It's about this. And focus on that, reflect on that, and write on that. And I always saw it as like a chore because I was not wholeheartedly invested in right. it at all. But somebody that is, that little devotional there gets them set and straight right for the day. And I look at it the exact same way I look at somebody who just does yoga, and that's their form of meditation. Yeah, I was going to say, that's meditation. There. It's just meditation. Sure. Yeah. It is it is putting all of your focus wholeheartedly, everything about your soul and your being, into one idea and having you no know, shame about it, having right. just like it being a strong positive force within you, do you that's find that?
3: you
2: only a few more of faith than anything. Yeah, and you it, know it, what it's I mean, faith. Like, yeah. like realistically, well, you're... there's
3: a difference between belief and faith, and we actually we well, actually talked about that with uh, Jeff, uh, that witchy dude. I believe he was episode nine, so not the last one that came All out the right. one before. And
1: his he, name is that witchy dude. That right? witchy dude. Yeah, that's his name what is him. Jeff.
3: Really cool guy. He. He came. He told me about uh, something that he heard, and Jeff, forgive me because I'm probably going to butcher it because I don't remember. But essentially, it was the difference between (laughs) he (laughs) might be Uh, the difference between faith and belief. Is if you had faith that a guy was going to ride a unicycle or a bicycle on a tightrope across the Grand Canyon, you would bet everything, right? You would bet the shirt off your back. But if you believed that he could do it, you would be sitting on his handlebars.
1: Oh.
3: Right? Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like faith. faith is it's I hope good it faith. happens yeah, <laughs> yeah,
3: I hope it happens. Yeah. yeah. It's it's
1: belief a belief is action. I'm
3: I'm ninety nine percent sure you're gonna do it. Yeah. And belief is like, yeah, let's no,
1: do it. No, no yeah. doubt about yeah. it. Yeah. And if it yeah. goes wrong it was meant to go wrong type of approach to things. There are no
3: coincidences. Or at yeah. least that's how I feel.
1: I, I see I can dig that. I can I can yeah. I can jive with that. Um, now, uh, for you in the show specifically, mm-hmm. who are the type of people that you are are approaching? Like what, I mean, you've had, how many episodes you have to like 12? Uh,
3: episode 10, 10 just released. 10. So, so 11's coming out this weekend.
1: So you've had uh, a guest on every episode. Every episode you're going to have a guest. Mm-hmm. Um, are you looking just within the witchcraft world? Are you planning on looking outside the spirituality of witchcraft and looking at other people and examining that and like what, what yeah. is the game so, plan
3: so I I was playing around with the idea of getting some philosophy people on um just I because like you know even if you yeah. don't practice the craft there are some aspects of the craft that can be used in spirituality such as the meditation yeah right it's not necessarily something that's specific to witchcraft but it is really important for witchcraft or at least most people believe that it is so I have been thinking about going into more spirituality and philosophy based stuff just because it's also very interesting yeah um, but as far as right now I'm just looking at different people who post enough content that I can get an idea of what kind of practitioner they are. Because gotcha. like I said, you do have to be careful. There's a lot of people who say that they know a lot, and then when you actually look at their content and the things that they're teaching, you're like, uh, yeah. I don't know about that." They've it. literally, they've <laughs>
1: watched yeah. the craft. And yeah, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
5: <laughs>
3: yeah, so it's a little bit of that. Uh, but I don't pinpoint specific types of craft practitioners i've had people who have only been practicing for a year or two on the show i've had people who've been practicing for 20 30 40 years on the show so i don't really base it off of that it's just like i said if it's a path that i haven't heard of yet or i don't know too much about yeah and i see that they have good content that i can back up with my own research then i'll invite them on the show or if they're specialized in something specific like uh episode 10 christy she's fantastic first of all but she is a thrifty witch like that's her thing she gets all of her witchcraft items secondhand or she makes them herself oh which is really cool I like that yeah, yeah. Cool. and, and anything we DIY
1: about, is <laughs> just more impressive right. yeah. 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 yeah, yeah
3: and we talked about it and she considers herself to be a hedge witch which essentially is a a green witch that practices solidarity Uh, in solitary I consider
1: myself to be a hedgehog
3: (laughs) nice yeah
1: (laughs) because I'm fat and I hide in the bushes all the time
3: and when you get scared you just roll up into a ball I roll up into a ball
1: (laughs) and
2: then yell at Meg and yell at
1: Meg (laughs) (laughs)
3: oh
2: jeez well, um, uh. But then so we talked about. still alive, it. right? Okay, I thought it.
1: they
4: don't. Child is not alive. It's oh. not
1: alive. I was saying, I didn't think it was alive. The hedgehog is dead. <laughs> it's dead. Uh. Uh, but then
3: we talked about how interesting that could be sorry, because. Um, no.
1: <laughs> Meg yeah. doesn't listen. Remember that hedgehog
3: um, he used to just cum
4: so much all over the couches.
1: There's a lot of cum, cum out. <laughs> <semen> <laughs> like, on the couches. Semen everywhere. Like,
4: oh, what is this? On that couch over know. there,
1: actually. No, that not that.
4: No, right. the gray one. The gray one. I didn't get that about you, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm a hedgehog. I would just cum <laughs> everywhere. No, no,
4: <laughs> Meg, my buddies, our buddy Steve, his uh, lady, lady Meg. Had a hedgehog, Steve Warner. Yeah, Warner, Warner.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Steve Warner of the Warner Brothers fame. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but that man, he that a hedgehog brother. would
4: hump the couch and just like <laughs> spew like a load that a grown ass man would be proud of. Be like, damn, that came from you, boy. You're a little man. You're a little man. That must be a third of your body weight. Shit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, Jesus. Uh, so, H- Hedgewitch. Anyway.
3: Hedgewitch, yeah. Uh, so... The <laughs> we the We were essentially just talking about how cool it would be to use some of the energy from the second-hand items that she gets in yeah. her practice. And she had told me that she didn't really think about that. She just cleanses everything to be safe, which is always good. Yeah. You know, because you never know where shit has been, but... Right. Uh, again, is cleansing
1: always with sage or Palo santo like that style approach? Because so that was sage, my experience with the with the hippie and world.
3: And is actually they're they're from close practices, so you oh, shouldn't okay. use those. You can okay. cleanse with a lot of stuff. You can cleanse with sound. Some people so say I don't mind the smell water. of sage
1: and Palo santo but it does just bring me back to a specific time and place when it happens. And I'm just like, yep, yeah. yeah. Like I feel like it brings things up more than it lets things go to me. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> Yeah, no, you can cleanse with a lot of stuff. Uh, some people will cleanse with dried pine, okay, like should pine leaves and what stuff. A close is. Yeah, so a closed practice is essentially a practice that uh, is specific to a type of culture, and okay. that you should not practice unless you are, in, are invited or you go through the proper. Is that initiation. more a
2: church thing?
3: Uh, it's more of a respect thing.
2: No, no, no. I'm saying the sage. Oh, the
3: sage. So sage, white sage is indigenous uh, cultures use a lot of white sage and it is a um, oh gosh, what's that called? It's on the brink of going extinct. I, the,
1: endangered endangered that's yeah. the okay. word
3: yes it is an endangered uh, plant so really
1: people, right, okay. because I mean, what's we're just burning through it so yeah well makes, yeah makes and, and think about
3: it like witchcraft has become very mainstream now yep. like you can go into almost any major shop and find it's a true. witchcraft kit yep. and 98% of them have white sage in it makes so, sense you know it, it's it's Part of the respect for the culture. Right, right. It's, it's also some people say that if you don't go into certain practices the right way, then the spirits of that practice will reflect that. Gotcha. And so you won't necessarily get the results you're hoping. So the, yeah. So
1: basically, don't don't uh, cherry pick from things that you just like or things through pop from culture movies. that you like because you could be opening things up. Yes and no. So do your
3: research before you cherry pick. Because being an eclectic witch, there's nothing wrong with that. I technically would be considered an eclectic witch. I like to tell, I like to define myself as a cottage witch because a lot of the magic that I do focuses around the home. It's while I'm cleaning, it's while I'm cooking, that kind of stuff. Uh, But eclectic witches, that's exactly what they do. They look at different practices and they say, oh, well this makes sense to me, but I don't really like the way they do this, but this makes sense to me and I'm going to try and put it together in my own way And if it works, great. And if not, then I'll do some more tweaking. Gotcha. It's just when you're pulling from closed practices, you want to make sure you're respectful. You want to make sure that it's something that you're going through the right channels to be able to do. Or else it could backfire on you or you're just kind of being a dick.
2: Is there anything within witchcraft that scares you? Like something that you're like, fuck that. I'm not going anywhere near that.
3: Yes, but I am... Trying not, to get over that. Okay, okay <laughs> Yeah. Okay. So, uh, like I said, there's a lot of psychic energy in my family. My dad has premonitions. Like, I can't tell you how many times we'd be driving somewhere around here, and you guys know that all the roads lead to the same place. Yeah, and, sure. Uh, we'd take a route the same exact way every single day, and then one day he'd just be like, we can't go down this way. And then we get home, we find out there was a car accident, or the road washed out, or something. Oh, damn. Some, yeah. 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 So, I also, apparently, according to my parents, have been able to speak to spirits, Uh, When I was younger, I was actually talking to my grandmother on my father's side. She passed away when he was 17. So I've never met this woman. Never seen a picture of her. Don't know what she looks Uh. like. And at five years old, I'm sitting in the bedroom just talking to somebody. My parents come in, and they're like, who are you talking to? I was like, oh, Grandma. My mom's mom lived a block down the road from us in New York. They're like, no, no, she's at her apartment. I said, no, 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 my other grandma. So my dad took out two pictures, one of his mom, one of my mom's mom. And he said, who are you talking to? And I said, oh, this one. And I said her name. damn at five years old right So and I, you
1: had never probably really been told her name
3: knew if nothing I anything, about it would have
1: been grandma yeah and that's it
3: nothing about her wow yeah so for me my mom scared me a lot with that gift that I had like I used to see uh, my pets that had passed <laughs> uh, Ooh, it, I would, no I was one cool. of those creepy kids that yeah. was like I would tell my mom something she'd be like don't say that. <laughs> That's yeah. you're weirding me out. <laughs> um, so as I got older, I just kind of like shut it away. And I used to have prophetic dreams. I would meet people up to two weeks before I would meet them in person. Jesus. Wearing the exact outfit that they were meeting. And I would kind of get their name. Like this one kid, his name was Jason. And I think in my dream, his name was Jordan. Yeah, so, okay. you know, shit like that. Uh, but now that I've gotten older and I understand what the practice is and how to protect myself, I'm trying to overcome that fear because a lot of it was from my mom telling sure. me that, you know, that's evil. You shouldn't do that. Cause Catholic. Sure. Yeah. But,
2: right, so. Right, yeah.
3: So mirrors have actually really freaked me out and that's because mirrors are essentially a portal, if you will. Uh-huh. Sure. So you can scry in mirrors and see into the other side and all that stuff, but things can also come through if you don't seal them and protect them properly. So that's been my next step right now is really embracing this, uh, mediumship that I have and trying to do it the right way, which is very, very scary.
1: Oh I bet. Yeah. So yeah, uh, that makes sense. on the on the subject of mirrors, because I was gonna ask you if there are any superstitions that exist in, in, in common, you know, folklore mm-hmm. or whatever you want to say that you just see as complete bullshit or not. Um, as far as mirrors specifically, since you brought that up, yeah. if you own a mirror uh-huh. and it breaks, how quickly is it out of your house?
3: Uh, so, So honestly It depends on How it broke Okay Right mundane Before the magical Right, if it if it falls because of a logical reason and it breaks, sure. Whatever. You
1: you slam the door, the mirror falls so, off the wall, breaks.
3: All right, there. we got to get rid of it. You're this.
1: sitting in the room and the cat knocks it over. Is that uh, mundane?
3: Mundane, but if you're pleasure. sitting in the
1: room and the and mirror just, just shatters, shatters, <laughs> get the fuck we're out playing, of there. Cleansing the house and everything leaving. in a box. Because oh, yeah. I know I know a, a of lot of people that have like like if you have a mirror, like if you were to go into somebody's Bathroom, and they have like a medicine cabinet, and they've got you know, the other ones that slide.
6: Mm-hmm.
1: And there's a crack in the corner, which is always where it usually cracks the first, and it's a broken mirror. They would be like, Oh, I, I don't want to deal with this mirror, I don't want to be in this room, you yeah. know, blah blah, blah blah. Like things with spirits being able to come through, or ever, or being trapped in the little piece of glass, like something, mm-hmm. you know, c- that stuff. I'm kind of always like. I like I don't, I don't know, man. It's a broken <laughs> mirror. Yeah. Like it's just a thing that gets. It's like a Ouija board to me. It's like it's Parker Brothers makes it. Like I don't think it's a fucking like. like do you know tool. how many
4: mirrors I just smashed to bits doing <laughs> junk removal jobs? Oh yeah. <laughs> just like for fun, be like, ah, people are worried about this. Like fucking smash it with a hammer. Be like, ah, fuck that. Maybe well, that's what of am Well, there's my supposedly
3: a difference between was it silver-backed mirrors and and. There's two different kinds of ways that they okay. make mirrors. And the one way is actually.
1: Silverback and tinfoiled back.
3: Yeah, essentially. Sure. Yeah. Uh, so I think it's silverback mirrors are the ones that are actually. Aluminium powerful or something like they're that.
4: They're made that out of gorillas. Do. Yes. Uh huh.
3: <laughs> yeah, if you get it angry, it'll yeet you across the screen. Oh, Jesus. 100%. 100%. <laughs> terrible,
1: terrible mirrors. Those you not not
2: fuss with your mirrors. Do not fuck with your man
1: But are there are there any uh, superstitions that you know people have that might be a popular superstition? Kind of like wrap this all up. Is there anything that you look at and you just go, "Come on, people, like get over that"? Or like the salt, the salt, yeah, the salt. The salt, like salt
3: the, so again, the salt comes from legit like witchcraft ideas of protection because that's what salt is for. Salt is for protection. Um, so
1: spilling the salt is wasting the salt. You don't want to waste the salt because we could use be it could be used salt for protection. I, I, I I don't, don't, so now waste more it by throwing, the throwing it over your shoulder. shoulder.
3: Yeah, no, it's it's actually something about keeping evil spirits out or okay. something like that. Uh, again, you don't want
1: that devil on they, your back. Yeah, they
2: would do want that want in that supernatural. In they block off areas with salt. Yeah. Yeah.
3: So iron iron is uh, the fae. Uh, iron protects you from from the fae or the fair folk, uh, if I'm correct. So, if he'll you see deferred. people... Huh? The Hildifert. <laughs> the Hildifert. Which, pe- which people say will only... So, again, this is another thing that people argue with, like, that the Fae only exists in Celtic-Nordic lands. But the Fae... The way that I understand them is that they can travel in the unused space or in in different like.
1: To big. the layman, that is fairies, right? Yes. Okay. Yes,
3: yes. fairies. The faithful thank you, thank you. So. <laughs> <So. laughs> it's that not.
1: Amazon show with Orlando Bloom. They're right? not.
3: They're not <laughs> like the Tinkerbell <laughs> kind oh, of fairies. What's her face?
1: Yeah. Deval. Devin.
3: Delaval
1: Deval. Yeah. Deval. Delavine. Caradine. Gorgeous.
3: So, uh, so yeah, there's there's are there are some things like that that are rooted in truth. But I would say probably the superstitions that I would dispel is anything that you hear about a lot of mainstream stuff. So,
2: uh, again,
3: I will bring it back to the tarot. Yeah. Right. You don't have to have somebody buy your first deck. It's not going to ruin the power. It's not going to mess up your relationship with them. If you feel that way about it, then yes, you should do it that way. Yeah. But that's not. If you're
1: personally convicted to do, do something it. a certain way, always is it, kind of like the end all be all rule for you guys.
3: Your it, intuition knows it's it.
1: Go with your gut. Yep. You know yep. you. It's kind of like knowing your body, you knowing your soul, knowing your mind, and sure. and through anything that you're practicing, the whole idea is to come at some point to a peace with yourself, with existence, and and with the world around you. Is that yeah. a fair way to put it? Yeah,
3: absolutely. I think yeah, that is beautifully summed up. So we well, actually thank you. we we do talk. I talk about until that.
1: it makes sense.
3: <laughs> we actually talk about that on the show. How doing this type of work will help you find out so much about yourself, and it'll just change your life because in order to make magic work. You have to believe in things a certain way and you have to be able to have focus because it's all about manipulating that specific energy, right? So if you're all scatterbrained, if you're depressed as shit and you you aren't focused correctly, then what you're trying to do isn't going to manifest or your spell isn't going to work out right. So there's a lot of stuff that you have to do before you actually start casting if you want to have a good experience. Now, I'm not going to be one of those people that says, like, you read a witch book, don't practice magic until you've been reading for six years. Because... Truthfully, sometimes I feel like some people need to fall on their ass. It is what it is. It's a great way to learn. And you know what? Why do
1: we fall, Master Wayne? (laughs) So we can learn to pick ourselves back off. (laughs) For the first time in the show, I did Michael Caine. The theme song makes sense now. There we go.
3: Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I would just say be careful if you're going to try something dangerous. Like, if you've read a book once, I wouldn't try Yeah, like, summit. don't go
1: down to the crossroads and try to sell your soul, like, <laughs> step one. Yeah. Yeah, don't uh, do any of that <laughs> shit.
3: But, I mean, if you want to cast a spell and then, you know, shit goes south, you know, you fucked up. Yeah. It is what sure. it is.
1: Yeah. Uh, and then and that might like, even inspire you to take it more seriously if yeah, you see yeah. the negative. <laughs> yeah. Negative reinforcement's a fucking thing, man. Oh, yeah, sure. Absolutely.
3: Um, So it will teach you a lot about yourself. It will help you grow as a person and find out more about you because it it doesn't work unless you believe in it. So you need to figure out what it is that you believe in.
2: Awesome. Makes sense.
1: Well, I I, want to say, uh, to wrap this all up, thank you so much for being here. Um, We could probably talk to you for another, like, three hours about everything um, because I'm thoroughly enjoying uh, your show. I've been listening to – I might be, like, a week or two behind, but I've been listening to it and – my big critiques on podcasts are usually like, I need to be able to listen to the person's voice. You have a very soothing voice. You approach everything very uh, soundly. Um, and our, one of our uh, our, our friends shows, uh, let me, or, or, but what do we know? They do a lot of uh, the true crime and the paranormal and stuff like that. And I love their show because they talk a lot about themselves and their 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 personal lives and everything that's going on. And that is one way to do a show. But you really just kind of just open up and just get right down to it. And it is it is stock full of information. So if you're one of those douchebags that complains about, but what do we know, talking too much, you, this might be the show for you yeah. uh, to expand your horizons a little bit. Um, and if you want to hear more about Jackie, just re-listen to this show a couple of times. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, uh... <laughs> Is there, can you can just uh, let everybody know where they can find uh, your show when it comes out, everything along those yeah. lines. Yeah,
3: so the show we release episodes yeah. every Saturday at ten o'clock Eastern Standard Time, and then the show can be found on pretty much any major podcast. Spotify,
1: Spot- Stitcher, Stitcher, iTunes, Stitcher. all that shit.
3: Teaser. Uh, teaser. I don't think Deaser. we're on. Oh, Deezer. Yeah. Are we? Well,
1: we're the, oh, we're te- on Deezer. Teaser. teaser. I was teaser. like, Teaser.
3: Teaser te- coming te- 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 uh, out tonight,
5: <laughs>
1: boys. Uh, <laughs> uh, Google
3: Podcasts. Okay. There's a couple more that I love more (coughs) for.
1: And it's Our Paths. O U R Paths paths. podcast. Podcast. Awesome. I did want to say, I love, I was looking at your, your, your page. And I realize your shirts say OPP. Yeah,
3: they do. <laughs> yeah. OPP. <laughs> OPP.
1: Yeah, you know me. Better be on the back of a shirt at some point.
3: Well, I don't know if legally I can yeah, do Yeah, I don't that
1: know if right you, right. Can, uh, you can say well, yes. No, that's period. the whole point you know of this song.
4: <laughs> yeah. Are you down with other people's property? Yeah, OPP. Yeah, you know me. <laughs> yeah.
1: It would be the best thing I think you could do. I, I don't know you, they wouldn't even be mad. They'd they be like, would. yeah,
0: well,
1: that's what song. <laughs> yeah, that's basically what we were doing there. All right. All right, Jackie. Thank you again so much for being here. Uh, so excited just to to see uh, you and Nick. Uh, but yeah. to see fuck uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. you uh, uh, but yeah I'm, I'm, I'm really stoked that you guys actually got to be here in person Hell to yeah. do this yeah. it always makes it a little bit more enjoyable for us um, uh, again go check out Sapper in Bloom yeah. uh, our Swedish female fronted death metal uh, all around thrash metal whatever you want to call it just awesome epic brutal fun music go check them out again on Spotify anywhere you can find music on Instagram at SapperFight underscore in underscore Bloom. As always, go check out... uh, We already said their name, but but what do we know? You go check out their podcast dropping. I think they drop every Wednesday. And then the Moot Monday drops. You can get our show, Let Me Ask You a Question, and the Derek D. Dozen all coming out on Mondays. They keep hinting that they might be bringing White Wasabi back, so we're going to have to see... About that, maybe it's gonna be coming back. They do an anime show where they recap some old anime. I, I don't listen to it because I don't understand it. I listen to a couple of them, and I'm like, I don't know. What you're
6: about.
1: <laughs> I'm just gonna hit play so you get a view. The Pokemons, um, yeah. the, the Pokebands are doing jumping ups and downs, and the background's going like this. I don't get what's going on. Um, what, and why, so- you, <laughs> why were you just force Gump explaining anime? Because really that's how I feel I when I try to talk about anime, computers, or. or engines in any way. Um, and then uh, sometime in the next two weeks, I believe, the episode of Not Movies that Zach and I were a guest on uh, oh, yeah. will be dropping, so check that out. A bunch of wild, weird stuff. Two episodes of that actually going to be coming out over the next month. Um, as always, a huge thank you to Mr. Justin Mullen-Pato yeah, for man. getting everything here put together and, and out to the public. Yeah. And a big thank you to Mr. Zachary Soup Stormin <laughs> Soup. No soup.
4: one, will, no one will get
1: it. No one knows why soup is such a funny soup. word today. All right, guys, we had our own show for ourselves upstairs. Supic uh, the Hedgehog, maybe it might, might be my new name. Soup, soup, soup. soup spray. You guys just don't soup know about spray? soup. Spray. <laughs> soup spray. All right, guys. Well, for Kyle Mocha won't shut up. Brought to you by Boot TV and Houseboat. I am Kyle Mocha. Thank you all for tuning in. We will see you next week yes, where I I think I wrote down our, our band for next week did I? did I write on where is my it? oh we've got Frank Mighty's Hotline from Toronto as nice. our feature band for next week really excited about that Really weird group. So Frank Mighty's hotline and maybe a special guest. I'm not quite sure yet about next week. So, again, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. We will see you next week. And as always, fuck you. Yeah, fuck the fans <laughs> and Jeff Buckley. Jeff Buckley, baby. Boot.tv. <laughs> sure does love you, boy.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: There's nothing more egomaniacal than singing the theme music For your own show, who am I? Kelsey Grammer If I could only drink like him We're gonna write a new one every week Some will be solid, some will be weak We're gonna write a new one every week Some will be silent, some will be total experimental. Peace is a shit.